Welcome to an LDS Guided Meditation and Mindful Reading, Companion to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Come Follow Me Studies. I am your host, Trisha Haney. This week's episode covers February 7th through the 13th, Genesis chapters 12 through 17, and Abraham chapters 1 and 2. To be a greater follower of righteousness. As we study the Old Testament, I will try to pronounce the proper names of people and places accurately, but I'm sure I will get some wrong. Also, this year I will post as much of each episode as soon as I have it ready, so it may not all be posted at once. Keep checking back throughout the week for any chapters that are not posted at the beginning. And if you haven't already, please join me for my other podcast, Meditative Reading, The Book of Mormon. Let's begin by sitting or laying in a comfortable position in a quiet space. Close your eyes. Be mindful of your breathing. Be aware of the air as it enters and exits your body. Be conscious of the rise and fall of your chest as your breathing deepens. Recognize the air that surrounds you, the warmth or the coolness of it as it touches your skin. Observe your thoughts. This is your time to let go of the past and future worries for a time and to be in the present. If you find your thoughts wandering, gently bring them back to the present by focusing on your breathing. As we continue to relax our bodies, you may choose to incorporate movement by stretching or moving the body part before relaxing it, or you can choose to remain still. Soften your face, your eyebrows, eyes, cheeks, and jaw. Relax your neck and your shoulders. Let the tension flow down and out through your arms, wrists, hands, and fingers. Relax your core, your spine, chest, abdomen, and hips. Let the tension flow down and out through your legs, ankles, feet, and toes. Scan your body for any places that you still might be holding tension. 
and release it. If you are sitting, straighten your spine, lift your chin, and drop your shoulders. Continue to soften your body while your breathing deepens. Genesis chapter 12 Abram will become a great nation he and his seed will bless all the families of the earth. He travels from Haran to the land of Canaan because of famine. He goes down into Egypt. Abram and Sariah are tested in Pharaoh's court. Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto the land that I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. And Abram took Sariah his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran. And they went forth to go to the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Sichem, unto the plain of Moreh. And the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared to Abram, and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there built he an altar unto the Lord, who appeared unto him. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west, and high on the east. And there he built an altar unto the Lord, and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed, going on still toward the south, and there was a famine in the land. And Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. And it came to pass, when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarai his wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Therefore it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. So I pray thee, thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. And it came to pass that when Abram was come into Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman that she was very fair. And the princess also of Pharaoh saw her, and commended her before Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. And he entreated Abram well for her sake. And he had sheep, and oxen, and he asses, and manservant, and maidservants, and she asses, and camels. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sariah, Abram's wife. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is that that thou hast done unto me? Why didst thou not tell me that she was thy wife? Why sayest thou she is my sister, so I might have taken her to me to wife, 
Now therefore behold thy wife, take her, and go thy way. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away, and his wife, and all that he had. Genesis chapter 13 Abram returns from Egypt. He and Lot part. The Lord will make Abram's seed as the dust of the earth in number. Abram settles in Hebron. And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and Lot with him, into the south. And Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. And he went on his journeyings from the south even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Hai, unto the place of the altar which he had made there at the first. And there Abram called on the name of the Lord. And Lot also, which went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents. And the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together. For their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwell then in the land. And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen, for we be brethren. Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me, if thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right, or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted up his eyes, and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere, before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zoar. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. Abram dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tents toward Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. And the Lord said unto Abram, After that Lot was separated from him, lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place where thou art northward and southward and eastward and westward. And all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed for ever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it, and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Then Abram removed his tent, and came and dwelt in the land of Mamre, which is in Hebron and built there an altar unto the Lord. Genesis chapter 14 Lot is captured in the battle of the kings. He is rescued by Abram. Melchizedek administers bread and wine and blesses Abram. Abram pays tithe. He declines to accept the spoils of conquest. And it came to pass in the days of Amphrel, king of Shinar, Ariok, king of Elazar, 
Keterleomer, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of nations, that these made war with Bera, king of Sodom, and with Birsha, king of Gomorrah, Shinab, king of Adma, and Shemeber, king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, which is Zoar. All these were joined together in the vale of Siddim, which is the Salt Sea. Twelve years they served Ketaleomer, and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. And in the fourteenth year came Ketaleomer, and the kings that were with him, and smote the Rephaims in Asheroth Karnaim, and the Zuzims in Ham, and the Emims in Sheva Kiriatham, and the Horites in their Mount Seir, unto El Peran, which is by the wilderness. And they returned and came to En Mishpad, which is Kadesh, and smote all the country of the Amalekites, and also the Amorites, that dwelt in Hazarzon Tamer. And there went out the king of Sodom, and the king of Gomorrah, and the king of Adma, and the king of Zeboidim, and the king of Bela, the same as Zoar. And they joined battle with them in the vale of Siddim, with Keterleomer, the king of Elam, and with Tidal, king of nations, and Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Arioch, king of Eleazar, four kings with five. And the vale of Siddim was full of slime pits, and the king of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, and fell there, and they that remained fled to the mountains. And they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah, and all their victuals, and went their way. And they took Lot, Abram's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom, and his goods, and departed. And there came one that had escaped, and told Abram the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the plain of Mamre the Amorite, brother of Eshcol, and brother of Aner. And these were confederate with Abram. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house, three hundred and eighteen, and pursued them unto Dan. He divided himself against them, he and his servants, by night, and smote them, and pursued them unto Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods, and also brought again his brother Lot, and his goods, and the women also, and the people. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him, after his return from the slaughter of Keterleomer, and of the kings that were with him, at the valley of Sheva, which is the king's dale. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God, and blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, possessor of the heaven and earth, and blessed be the Most High God, which hath delivered thine enemies into thine hand. And he gave him tithes of all. And the king of Sodom said unto Abram, Give me the person, and take the goods to thyself. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lift up mine hand unto the Lord the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldest say, I have made Abram rich, save only that which the young men have eaten, and the portion of the men which went with me, Aner, Eshkol, and Mamre. Let them take their portion.
Genesis chapter 15 Abram desires offspring. The Lord promises him seed in number as the stars. Abram believes the promise. His seed will be strangers in Egypt. Then, after four generations, they will inherit Canaan. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus? And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad, and said, Look now toward heaven, and tell the stars if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. And he said unto him, I am the Lord that brought thee out of Ur of the Chaldees, to give thee this land to inherit it. And he said, Lord God, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? And he said unto him, Take me an heifer of three years old, and a she-goat of three years old, and a ram of three years old, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. And he took unto him all these, and divided them in the midst, and laid each piece one against another, but the birds divided he not. And when the fowls came down unto the carcass, Abram drove them away. And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and lo, an horror of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abram, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in the land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterward they shall come out with great substance. And thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace, thou shalt be buried in a good old age. But in the fourth generation they shall come hither again, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. And it came to pass when the sun went down, and it was dark, behold a smoke furnace, and a burning lamp that passed between those pieces. In the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto thy seed have I given this land, from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates, the Kenites, and the Kenizzites, and the Cadmonites, and the Hittites, and the Perizzites, and the Rephaims, and the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. Genesis chapter 16 Sarai gives Hagar to Abram as his wife. Hagar flees from Sarai. An angel commands Hagar to return and submit herself to Sarai. Hagar bears Ishmael. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, bare him no children, and she had an handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. 
And Sarai said unto Abram, Behold now, the Lord hath restrained me from marrying. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. It may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarai. And Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, after Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her husband Abram to be his wife. And he went in unto Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. And Sarai said unto Abram, My wrong be upon thee. I have given my maid into thy bosom. And when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eye. The Lord judged between me and thee. But Abram said unto Sarai, Behold, thy maid is in thine hand. Do to her as it pleaseth thee. And when Sarai dealt heartily with her, she fled from her face. And an angel of the Lord found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain in the way of Shur. And he said, Hagar, Sarai's maid, whence camest thou, and whither wilt thou go? And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress Sarai. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Return to thy mistress, and submit thyself under her hand. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Behold, thou art with child, and shall bear a son, and shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord hath heard thy affliction. And he will be a wild man, and his hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. And she called the name of the Lord that spake unto her, Thou God seest me, for she said, Have I also here looked after him that seeth me? Wherefore the well was called Birlahiroi. Behold, it is between Kadesh and Bered. And Hagar bare Abram a son, and Abram called his son's name, which Hagar bare, Ishmael. And Abram was fourscore and sixty years old, when Hagar bare Ishmael to Abram. Genesis chapter 17 Abram is commanded to be perfect. He will be a father of many nations. His name is changed to Abraham. The Lord covenants to be a God unto Abraham and his seed forever. Also the Lord gives Abraham the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession. Circumcision becomes a token of the everlasting covenant between God and Abraham. Sarai's name is changed to Sarah. She will bear Isaac, with whom the Lord will establish his covenant. Abram and the men of his house are circumcised. And when Abram was ninety years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am the Almighty God, walk before me, and be thou perfect. And I will make a covenant between me and thee, and will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying, 
As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made thee. And I will make thee exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee, and thy seed after thee, in their generations, for an everlasting covenant, to be a God unto thee, and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee, and to thy seed after thee, the land wherein thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. And God said unto Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant therefore, thou and thy seed after thee in their generations. This is my covenant which ye shall keep between me and you and thy seed after thee. Every man-child among you shall be circumcised, and ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant betwixt me and you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, every man-child in your generation. He that is born in the house, or bought with money of any stranger, which is not of thy seed. He that is born in this house, and he that is bought with thy money, must needs be circumcised, and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the uncircumcised man-child, whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He hath broken my covenant. And God said unto Abraham, As for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt not call her Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. And I will bless her, and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham fell upon his face, and laughed, and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is a hundred years old? Shall Sarah that is ninety years old bear? And Abraham said unto God, O that Ishmael might live before thee. And God said, Sarah thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with his seed after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard thee, behold, I have blessed him, and I will make him fruitful, and will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he beget, and I will make him a great nation. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this set time in the next year. And he left off talking with him, and God went up from Abraham. And Abraham took Ishmael his son, and all that were born in his house, and all they that were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the selfsame day, as God said unto him. And Abraham was ninety years old and nine when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And Ishmael his son was thirteen years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. In the selfsame day was Abraham circumcised, and Ishmael his son. And all the men of his house, born in the house, 
and bought with money of the stranger, were circumcised with him. The Book of Abraham, translated from the Papyrus by Joseph Smith. A translation of some ancient records that have fallen into our hands from the catacombs of Egypt. The writings of Abraham while he was in Egypt, called the Book of Abraham, written by his own hand upon papyrus. Chapter 1 Abraham seeks the blessings of the patriarchal order. He is persecuted by false priests in Chaldea. Jehovah saves him. The origins and government of Egypt are reviewed. In the land of the Chaldeans, at the residence of my fathers, I, Abraham, saw that it was needful for me to obtain another place of residence, and finding that there was greater happiness and peace and rest for me, I sought for the blessings of my fathers, and the right whereunto I should be ordained to administer the same, having been myself a follower of righteousness, desiring also to be one who possessed great knowledge and to be a greater follower of righteousness, and to possess a greater knowledge, and to be a father of many nations, a prince of peace, and desiring to receive instructions, and to keep the commandments of God. I became a rightful heir, a high priest, holding to the right belonging to the fathers. It was conferred upon me from the fathers. It came down from the fathers, from the beginning of time, yea, even from the beginning or before the foundation of the earth, down to the present time, even the right of the firstborn, or the first man who was Adam, or the first father through the fathers unto me. I sought for mine appointment unto the priesthood, according to the appointment of God unto the fathers concerning the seed. My fathers, having turned from their righteousness, and from the holy commandments which the Lord their God hath given unto them, unto the worshipping of the gods of the heathens, utterly refused to hearken to my voice. For their hearts were set to do evil, and were wholly turned to the god of Elkana, and the god of Libna, and the god of Mamakra, and the god of Korash, and the god of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Therefore they turned their hearts to the sacrifice of the heathen in offering up their children unto these dumb idols, and hearkened not unto my voice, but endeavored to take away my life by the hand of the priest of Elkana. The priest of Elkana was also the priest of Pharaoh. Now at this time it was the custom of the priest of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, to offer up upon the altar which was built in the land of Chaldea, for the offering unto these strange gods, men, women, and children. And it came to pass that the priest made an offering unto the god of Pharaoh, and also unto the god of Shagriel, even after the manner of the Egyptians. Now the god of Shagriel was the son. Even the thank offering of a child did the priest of Pharaoh offer upon the altar which stood by the hill called Potiphar's Hill, at the head of the plain Olishem. Now this priest had offered upon this altar three virgins at one time, 
who were the daughters of Oneida, one of the royal descent directly from the loins of Ham. These virgins were offered up because of their virtue. They would not bow down to worship gods of wood or of stone, therefore they were killed upon this altar, and it was done after the manner of the Egyptians. And it came to pass that the priests laid violence upon me, that they might slay me also, as they did those virgins upon this altar. And that you may have a knowledge of this altar, I will refer you to the representation at the commencement of this record. It was made after the form of a bedstead, such as was had among the Chaldeans, and it stood before the gods of Elkanah, Libna, Mamakra, Korash, and also a god like unto that of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, that you may have an understanding of these gods. I have given you the fashion of them in figures at the beginning, which manner of figures is called by the Chaldeans, Relenos, which signifies hieroglyphics. And as they lifted up their hands upon me, that they might offer me up and take away my life, behold, I lifted up my voice unto the Lord my God, and the Lord hearkened and heard, and he filled me with the vision of the Almighty. And the angels of his presence stood by me, and immediately unloosed my bands. And his voice was unto me, Abraham, Abraham, behold, my name is Jehovah, and I have heard thee, and I have come down to deliver thee, and to take thee away from thy father's house, and from all thy kinsfolk into a strange land which thou knowest not of. And this because they have turned their hearts away from me, to worship the god of Elkanah, and the god of Libna, and the god of Mamakra, and the god of Korash, and the god of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Therefore I have come down to visit them, and to destroy him who hath lifted up his hand against thee, Abraham my son, to take away thy life. Behold, I will lead thee by my hand, and I will take thee, to put upon thee my name, even the priesthood of my father, and my power shall be over thee. As it was with Noah, so shall it be with thee. But through thy ministry my name shall be known in the earth forever, for I am thy God. Behold, Potiphar's hill was in the land of Ur, of Chaldea. And the Lord broke down the altar of Elkanah, and the gods of the land, and utterly destroyed them, and smote the priest that he died. And there was great mourning in Chaldea, and also in the court of Pharaoh, which Pharaoh signifies king by royal blood. Now this king of Egypt was a descendant from the loins of Ham, and was partaker of the blood of the Canaanites by birth. From this descendant sprang all the Egyptians, and thus the blood of the Canaanites was preserved in the land. The land of Egypt being first discovered by a woman, who was the daughter of Ham, the daughter of Egyptus, which in the Chaldean signifies Egypt, which signifies that which is forbidden. When this woman discovered the land it was under water, who afterward settled her son in it, and thus from Ham sprang the race which preserved the curse in the land. Now the first government of Egypt was established by Pharaoh, the eldest son of Egyptus, the daughter of Ham. And it was after the manner of the government of Ham which was patriarchal. 
Pharaoh, being a righteous man, established his kingdom and judged his people wisely and justly all his days, seeking earnestly to imitate the order established by the fathers in the first generations, in the days of the first patriarchal reign, even in the reign of Adam, and also of Noah his father, who blessed him with the blessings of the earth and with the blessings of wisdom, but cursed him as pertaining to the priesthood. Now Pharaoh, being of that lineage by which he could not have the right of priesthood, notwithstanding the Pharaohs would fain claim it from Noah through Ham, therefore my father was led away by their idolatry. But I shall endeavor hereafter to delineate the chronology running back from myself to the beginning of the creation, for the records have come into my hands, which I hold unto this present time. Now after the priest of Elkanah was smitten that he died, there came a fulfillment of those things which were said unto me concerning the land of Chaldea, that there should be a famine in the land. Accordingly, a famine prevailed throughout all the land of Chaldea, and my father was sorely tormented because of the famine, and he repented of the evil which he had determined against me to take away my life. But the records of the fathers, even the patriarchs, concerning the right of priesthood, the Lord my God preserved in mine own hands. Therefore, a knowledge of the beginning of the creation and also of the planets and of the stars, as they were made known unto the fathers, have I kept even unto this day, that I shall endeavor to write some of these things upon this record, for the benefit of my posterity that shall come after me. Abraham chapter 2 Abraham leaves Ur to go to Canaan. Jehovah appears to him at Haran. All gospel blessings are promised to his seed and through his seed to all. He goes to Canaan and on to Egypt. Now the Lord God caused the famine to wax sore in the land of Ur, insomuch that Haran, my brother, died. But Terran, my father, yet lived in the land of Ur of the Chaldees. And it came to pass that I, Abraham, took Sarai to wife, and Nahor, my brother, took Milcah to wife, who was the daughter of Haran. Now the Lord had said unto me, Abraham, get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. Therefore I left the land of Ur of the Chaldees to go into the land of Canaan, and I took Lot, my brother's son, and his wife, and Sarai, my wife, and also my father followed after me, unto the land which we denominated Haran. And my father tarried in Haran, and dwelt there, as there were many flocks in Haran. And my father turned again unto his idolatry, therefore he continued in Haran. But I, Abraham, and Lot, my brother's son, prayed unto the Lord, and the Lord appeared unto me, and said unto me, Arise, and take Lot with thee, for I have purposed to take thee away out of Haran, and to make of thee a minister to bear my name in a strange land, which I will give unto thy seed after thee, 
for an everlasting possession when they hearken to my voice. For I am the Lord thy God, I dwell in heaven. The earth is my footstool. I stretch my hand over the sea and it obeys my voice. I cause the wind and the fire to be my chariot. I say to the mountains, Depart hence, and behold, they are taken away by a whirlwind in an instant, suddenly. My name is Jehovah, and I know the end from the beginning. Therefore my hand shall be over thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee above measure, and make thy name great among all nations. And thou shalt be a blessing unto thy seed after thee, that in their hands they shall bear this ministry and priesthood unto all nations. And I will bless them through thy name, for as many as receive this gospel shall be called after thy name, and shall be accounted thy seed, and shall rise up and bless thee as their father. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee, and in thee, that is, in thy priesthood, and in thy seed, that is, thy priesthood. For I give unto thee a promise, that this right shall continue in thee, and in thy seed after thee, that is to say, the literal seed, or seed of thy body, shall all the families of the earth be blessed, even with the blessings of the gospel, which are the blessings of salvation, even of life eternal. Now after the Lord had withdrawn from speaking to me, and withdrawn his face from me, I said in my heart, Thy servant has sought thee earnestly, now I have found thee. Thou didst send thine angel to deliver me from the gods of Elkina, and I will do well to hearken unto thy voice. Therefore let thy servant rise up and depart in peace. So I, Abraham, departed as the Lord had said unto me, and lot with me. And I, Abraham, was sixty and two years old when I departed out of Haran. And I took Sarai, whom I took to wife when I was in Ur, in Chaldea, and Lot my brother's son, and all our substance that we had gathered, and the souls that we had won in Haran, and came forth in the way to the land of Canaan, and dwelt in tents as we came on our way. Wherefore, eternity was our covering, and our rock, and our salvation, as we journeyed from Haran by the way of Jershon, to come to the land of Canaan. Now I, Abraham, built an altar in the land of Jershon, and made an offering unto the Lord, and prayed that the famine might be turned away from my father's house, that they might not perish. And then we passed from Jershon through the land unto the place of Sechem. It was situated in the plains of Moreh, and we had already come into the borders of the land of the Canaanites. And I offered sacrifice there, in the plains of Moreh, and called on the Lord devoutly, because we had already come into the land of this idolatrous nation. And the Lord appeared unto me in answer to my prayers, and said unto me, Unto thy seed I will give this land. And I, Abraham, arose from the place of the altar which I had built unto the Lord, and removed from thence onto a mountain on the east of Bethel, and pitched my tent there, Bethel on the west, and Hai on the east. And there I built another altar unto the Lord, and called again upon the name of the Lord. And I, Abraham, journeyed, going on still towards the south. 
and there was a continuation of a famine in the land. And I, Abraham, concluded to go down into Egypt, to sojourn there, for the famine became very grievous. And it came to pass, when I was come near to enter into Egypt, the Lord said unto me, Behold, Sarai thy wife is a very fair woman to look upon. Therefore it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see her, they will say, She is his wife, and they will kill you, but they will save her alive. Therefore see that ye do on this wise. Let her say unto the Egyptians, She is thy sister, and thy soul shall live. And it came to pass that I, Abraham, told Sarai, my wife, all that the Lord had said unto me. Therefore say unto them, I pray thee, Thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. It is now time for the self-guided part of today's mindful practice. Please take this time to pray and ponder about those spiritual things in your mind and heart. Use your breathing to remain in the present. Listen to and ponder those things that the Spirit quietly places into your prepared mind. The Spirit can show you great things when you take the time to listen.
Thank you for taking the time to join me today. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please email me at ldsguidedmeditation at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Stay positive, stay grateful, and take the time to be still and ponder as you walk side by side your loving Heavenly Father through this complex and beautiful life.